Melissa Etheridge? Yeah, one of the dykes of the 90s, man. Come yeah. on, dude. Big time dyke, dude. I, I'm Melissa Etheridge? Almost positive. Maybe I'm wrong. Didn't she, and I could be way off on this, I think her and another lesbian partner had a kid that was fathered by David Crosby of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Well, I'm going to give it to you. You did pick one of the best out of that group. So, <laughs> at least you didn't pick that f***ing Neil Young. <laughs> We're starting early. I got no pens. Oh, my God. This is bad news. Uh, dude, Pride Month's almost over. I got to get them out. Yeah. <laughs> out publicly since 1993. See, all you out there now 30 years later <laughs> trying to make a big deal about coming out. It's been done. Dude, she was a lesbian before it was hip to be a lesbian. Yeah, way before. Like, wow. people were ripping on lesbos back when she was, like, an out-there lesbian. Holy shit, dude. She came out. Listen to this. Etheridge came out publicly as a lesbian January 1993 at the Triangle Ball, a gay celebration of President Bill Clinton's first inauguration. Wow. <laughs> dude, people, brush up in your history a little more. You'd realize everything that's going on now is bullshit, man. We've done everything before already. Been there, done that. Yeah, dude, that's what I love about doing this podcast the most. I mean, I would have never learned that in a million years Pretty if it for this podcast. That's crazy you know? that they had a gay ball to inaugurate Bill Clinton. Like, that was 30 to celebrate years ago, his man. In 1993? <laughs> I know. 30 years ago, people. We were talking. Oh, tell me how impressed you are. <laughs> we get your fucking parades. Which, Frank, man, I got a fucking uh, give you a fucking. Yeah, man. Cla- you know why, dude? No. Not at all. People, you don't even have to listen to the Daily Wire anymore. Just come to the Dude Man. We will tell you <laughs> what they're going to talk about. Are you ready for this? Oh, you got something for me already, Frank, huh? Frank, this, is, this, is just, this isn't even like a clip or anything. This is just... just we, we knew what Ben Shapiro was going to talk about. It. We said what he was going to talk about and what he was going to say two days before he said it. Here you go. Oh, hold on. I, I got to get my settings right. Oh, you know, it's the production crew. They're always falling behind on the weekdays. Uh, now I got to go through this new thing. Oh, yeah. Nice. The man. whole fucking... Oh, you're you're up, upgrading. So, for, and, and you know what else I'm noticing? I'm noticing that all the same people who are saying, how does it affect your family if, if two men get married? Are very into, like, teaching the kids about this stuff. Like, they really, really want kids to know about it. And in the most egregious possible ways. And now, because they feel the winds have changed at their back, pretty open about it so here are a bunch of new york city drag marchers literally chanting about coming for the kids <laughs> yes <laughs> i told you man and then he played the clip. yes dude. they all did dude everybody did <laughs> i saw it online the next day that's hilarious yes dude he fucking he literally said what we said he was gonna say dude we for those that didn't hear we just laughed about it and we said oh my god ben shapiro's gonna go nuts they literally the, you, everybody knows. They oh. obviously did it. Daily just Wire. Just to like tr- troll the Daily Wire. <laughs> yes. They're going to. It was a troll. Daily Wire now is going to dedicate a full week, uh, you know, talking about how indecent Pride Fest is. Uh, we Matt know. Walsh is already on a plane to Africa for his next movie. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck Africa has to do with the gays in New York, but shit. <laughs> he went there to find out what an American woman is. Yeah. I, oh, is that, did he really do that? I never even saw his documentary that came out. I'm going to be totally honest. Yeah, you and 99% of the world. Yeah. He literally went to Africa to, like, go to this tribe. He went to this, like, tribe in Africa. And they asked them what they thought a woman was. And then his whole point was, well, even these men with no computers, they don't even have a smartphone. They know what a woman is. 
Like, all right, dude, go fuck yourself. I know, I get Ugh. it. I fucking yeah. get it, dude. But what's so funny is anybody with two eyes to see knew that that whole little clip was specifically done. It was they they acted it out and they filmed it and they purposely put that out there out on Twitter to enrage the people on the right. All the Matt Walshes and Ben Shapiro's out there. They went berserker and everybody retweeted it ad nauseum. And yeah, of course, they they knew exactly what they were going to be doing by chanting, we're coming for your children. It's such a troll. Yes, it's they a got, They got more exposure to their parade yes. than they ever would have if they didn't do it. Hats like, off, are, I guess, man. They, they, they like, played like the Ben system. Shapiro, you are this, like, what CNN is to Trump, you are to this the, the crazy LGBTs. You, you know? nailed it, man. Absolutely. It Everything, like the, the target tuck underwear that they went berserker over for five yeah. seconds like it's almost you're the ones feeding the beast dude you're falling for the trap every time and yeah. you know why this is very effective for the left you know with uh, uh the right has been hammering about cancel culture for the last few years and it's not wrong the left has been big on the cancel culture it's just that the right has been a little more quiet than they used to be. I'm old enough to remember that the religious right was cancel culture 20 years ago. They were canceling everything. Yeah. You couldn't listen to Eminem on the radio because of the religious right and cancel culture. You know That's why we had those labels on all the CDs, uh, explicit language. That was your religious right cancel culture of the 90s. Now we have the leftist cancel culture of the modern era where if you say anything that's remotely insensitive to some victimized culture, you shall be cast away to the cornfield for life. That's the new cancel culture. Now the Republicans swinging it back the other way. Oh, now we're going to be canceling stuff. Like It's too much. It's annoying, actually. <laughs> I know. It and, really is. And it was so obvious the second <clears throat> that video hit for both of us. Oh, here we go. Matt Walsh is going to lose his mind. Oh, and it's all to keep us distracted from the real news. And what is the real news, my man? The Wagner coup. Oh, come on! No, no, a... no, 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 dude. If you've been diving into this, I well, I'm of the belief that Wagner from day uh, one was CIA bought and paid. Yeah, no, no. In my opinion, I don't think you could have been further from the truth. Really? All right, man. Oh. I, I assumed they were kind of like Al Qaeda. Think... You know, Al Qaeda is our enemy, <laughs> but uh, you know, whatever. We uh we knew they were gonna do this before, like a couple days before. I think we warned Putin in order to help him stop the coup. And more than that, there's like there's leaks coming out that like from the highest levels of the the Department of Defense that uh, they were starting to plan. They were starting to make plans for if the Wagner Group took over Moscow the West was already planning on stepping in and helping Putin. That would explain all the extreme troop and military equipment movement throughout the country that was reported throughout the last couple of weeks. I don't know if you saw the videos yeah. online, but people were seeing yeah. shocking amounts of equipment being carted across the country. It seemed like they were so gearing we up for something. <laughs> yeah, I think we definitely, because the guy who, that Pushner guy, whatever, Pushner guy, I can't even say I, I choose to not learn the man's name because I know he's an actor. <laughs> No, no, I don't. I really don't think he is, dude. He was like, yeah. Well, all right. But anyways, they really—he's terrible. He's one of the worst humans on earth. Uh, and like, true story. Uh, all jokes and conspiracy theories aside, this poor Jenga guy is a mercenary, and he leads a yeah. mercenary group. And so they are essentially, when it comes to mercenary groups, you are not tethered to any 
specific anyway. nation. You're just a killing group that goes out Dude, and they gets like paid went to kill. Che- they went through like Chechnya, Syria. They went into all these fucking countries, Lebanon, and they yeah, just, man, they just murder people. Yeah, that's what they and, do. <laughs> and, and and because of what's been going on in Ukraine, because we've been arming the Ukrainians, Putin's been forced to like give these guys insane weapons and ammunition. That we lit. We literally forced Putin's hand in building this guy's forces. You know what I mean? To a point where I think he actually was able to take over Moscow. So you, I mean, you should. You think he was actually trying to go in and take over? One hundred percent. This does happen. It, it does happen because, historically. So I'm not. I'm not dismissing it. I think it might be the most plausible scenario that unfolded. I just believe it because, like, this is one of those very few times where, like, the. Uh, the social media content and the pictures coming out actually match the story. Dude, like, they were digging up roads and they blew up bridges to stop these guys from getting to the nuclear uh, oh, arsenals. Oh, Putin did? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he blew up his own quite... infrastructure to prevent these guys from getting... And okay, that was well, like what they were saying. Serious, the, West, the West couldn't allow this guy to take over Moscow because now you just gave this mercenary 2,500 warheads. Wow. That's kind of scary. That's what I mean, dude. This is like a really, that was like a really intense. And, you know, Putin, as bad as he is, I, what do I always say, man? The devil you know. Yes, sir. And I, I, it feels like we're in a better scenario when someone like Putin's in control of Russia rather than a bunch of oligarchs killing each other for power. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, absolutely. Dude, look at everywhere. Look at Iraq. Look what happened after we took out Saddam, you know? Yeah, interesting take. Look at after we took out Gaddafi. Absolutely, man. It's complete destabilization. That's what our NATO alliance nations absolutely want for Russia. Destabilization. We can go in. We install our uh, World Economic Forum puppet, NATO puppet, and... uh, Oh, but that's where you're wrong, dude, because now you can't. I mean, do you really... This is... There's no way that guy is a NATO... No, 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 but it seemed as if, uh, if you are right with your assumption here, then it seems as if we were gearing up to follow up with an attack insofar as to now we have um, credibility on an international scale to uh, start bombing Moscow and go in because there's all this turmoil and this mercenary guy who's insane could potentially take over the warhead. So now we must all align. Alliances come together and we're going to take out Russia. No, see, that's the thing. It's not that simple because the, the, the world is not a CNN story. You know what I mean? Where there's a good guy and a bad guy. And so one of the things they were saying is because of all, like, everything going on, you really can't do anything. You don't want to spark world war. For sure, yeah. So, so one of the things that would have to happen is the Western nations would probably uh, – give weapons and ammunitions to China. Right. And then China would give it to Russia. Oh, yeah. That makes the most sense. And so you would have China helping Russia with Western arms, and then you don't, you know, and then really, it's also that, like, uh, Biden could still go out there and, like, bad talk Putin. Yes. You know, and nobody, (laughs) nobody could be like, but wait a minute, you just fucking armed him to fight, you know? Well, then, look where we're at, man. Like, this is the effect of having nothing but state media everywhere. We really have no idea oh. what is going on in Russia. No, I have no idea. No, uh, no that's, clue. It, that's a nu- they have nuclear weapons. Yeah, this should frighten everybody, actually. I mean, we, 
we as an, we as an American public generally have no idea who's fighting who, what's happening in Ukraine, who's, who's winning, really who's, in yeah, charge. who's in charge. Like we don't know. We have yeah. no idea what's going on. We are have been flooded the, with so much disinformation. They're not even being honest with you about who's your friend and who's your foe. They weren't even being honest about the casualties on the other side. We found out from the leaks. Oh, that's still not true, Frank. Come on. <laughs> that's that right. Information, that information you leaked was 99.9% accurate, except for those numbers. Oh, that's that right. Was, the Russians... That was the fudge. The, the hackers from Russia infiltrated the documents, changed one document with one set of numbers to make their <laughs> casualties look less worse. That was the hacking that took place. Yeah, if, I'm, yeah, if I'm to exactly. understand my history here. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Well, it's a good thing. I mean, you know, when it comes to this modern warfare... We're going to have to up our game in the cyber world. And uh, I know Russia, Ukraine, they're notorious for being, you know, huge on the international cyber warfare, uh, you know, scale or world or whatever it's called, uh, the realm. And it it makes a little sense then that Joe Biden is uh, going around the country uh, talking about the one thing that we're all thinking about, Mike. And I'm serious here. This is a subject that affects us on an international scale, uh, how we're uh, you know, dealing with war and all this stuff, but also it affects the Dude Band podcast. Oh, I... Illinois will receive $1 billion in federal funding to expand broadband in the state. President Biden announced... Did you catch that? I had a little snafu with the tech there. Excuse me? Back from the beginning. And, and like I said, it's good news for the uh, Dude Man podcast as well as uh, comms and war zones. There you go. Illinois will receive $1 billion in federal funding to expand broadband in the state. President Biden announced today that a total of more than $40 billion will be distributed among all the states and Washington, D.C. The money will be used to deliver high-speed Internet to places there is either no service or service is too slow. Like Denver, Colorado, where my show cuts out once a week, uh, or Chicago, (laughs) Illinois, (laughs) where uh, we can barely get a full two-hour show completed because of uh, our internet connectivity. It's part of the administration's plan to ensure that every house... What you got? Don't we pay these fucking companies enough? (laughs) I fucking pay you... god-awful amount of money to just fucking like we're at the point now where you don't even have to have a guy come like maintain a wire like you literally just beamed the shit to me yeah man (laughs) all right sold in the country has access to high-speed internet by the year 2030 yeah, I, mean, I got into this argument with comcast where they were like well you could just go buy your own router and i was like all right so I gotta pay you this fucking this exactly. god awful amount of money, yes. and then I gotta provide my own fucking equipment. Literally, all you're sending me is this fucking signal, ninety percent of which I don't even want. Very true. We live in an internet cell phone dead zone. The where our house is positioned, all systems beam in opposite directions from my house, essentially, and so <laughs> no signals go near my house. And when we called Comcast and we're trying to like figure shit out and how do we can get some internet up in here, uh, they were telling us for like a month, like, oh, there's some sort of a downed system over in your neighborhood. We're, we're working on it. It ended up being a total lie. They had no down system. When I investigated it, it turned out that we just had no signal. That's just how they designed yeah. the area. It's absolutely absurd and ridiculous. It took a year plus for them to finally get some signal into this general region. Uh, this is America, folks. And I don't I live in like 
a nice part of Denver, man. Nah, doesn't matter anymore. It, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter anymore. We all get shit internet, man. It's, and I played this only no, because... This is idiocracy, dude. Things are getting worse. Yes, that's... We are, we are like, <laughs> no longer progressing. I swear to God. No, this is my hope. I, I'm really obsessed with this one because... Five, maybe eight years ago, Google signed a massive contract to install Google Fiber throughout Colorado so we could have super speed internet. Never happened. Where is it at? What happened to the fiber? Where is Chalk that up to another broken promise by Google. <laughs> you no, know, I chalk it up to another broken promise with Colorado. It's the same promise uh, along with the light rail they were going to build from Denver to Longmont through Boulder. A brilliant idea. It would reduce traffic uh, tremendously, uh, but they couldn't decide on how to put all the pieces together, and the budget ran. It expired, and so they lost the money. Plus, God forbid there's like a a rare naked mole rat that decides to make a home (laughs) along the path of the fucking, you know, now we're going to stop this $5 billion project. Colorado fucked up on the timing for the light rail. They lost the... uh, budgetary funds for it and so they decided to build the ridiculous express lanes that we have that nobody can actually use and uh everybody got screwed in the end just like with the google fiber we were supposed to get google fiber uh twitter moved into boulder and now twitter's getting kicked out of boulder because they can't pay their rent uh i mean like everything we were promised here in colorado as far as like shooting for the moon and becoming like the super state all went into the fucking dumpster man Everything did. and Yeah, but you can take your kids there to get their dick cut off. You're right. They can get their transgender so, surgery. Pro- and if you're pregnant right? if you're pregnant in Texas, come on down. We'll abort that child all the way oh, up to yeah, nine yeah. months. No problem. <laughs> it's a beautiful place. And also, if you're a black trans uh, dispensary owner, come on down to Colorado. We'll uh, spot you <laughs> 10 grand to open a dispensary. Thanks, yeah. Jared Polis. Love it. Around 24 million Americans across this country there's no high-speed internet. And for millions more, the internet connection is limited or unreliable. High-speed internet isn't a luxury anymore. It's become an absolute Like, you could swap out internet there Today's for water, <laughs> and that's other countries. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. it sounds to me like you're just dealing with some really rich people problems, and we still have a whole lot. A bridge collapsed again. That's right, man. You must have looked at the docket. <laughs> I, I know you don't want to talk about it because your your gay secretary over there has done nothing but fuck up the only job you can't fuck up. <laughs> yeah, you're right on the money. Uh, <laughs> your your transport your your secretary of transportation transportation secretary whatever has overseen the worst. Fucking airport disasters we have seen just That's right, debacles. Man. Yeah, right. People not being able to travel across the country, train de- derailments that are poisoning cities and towns and rivers. The but- worst <laughs> shipping disaster. That's right, man. <laughs> right, <laughs> dude. I uh, Emma's family, uh, her mom and the the grandmothers uh, were here and. They flew out Friday evening because of the insane weather uh, systems going on in Colorado. We had actual tornadoes touching down that night uh, south of the airport. Their flight was delayed till like almost 11 o'clock at night. They, they got here around midnight-ish. And then on the way out, 
all that bad weather moved west, uh, east, and so their flight was delayed several hours here trying to leave because <laughs> of the weather. <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, you can't get anything right, man. <laughs> I know, dude. You know what's amazing? I was just thinking about that. Like, remember when that Suez Canal got clogged up? Then, yeah, like, remember the port? The, yes. Remember then we had the then we had the problem with the ports? Like, that is all under these guys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you literally didn't hear about the ports until Joe Biden took over. Yes. No, we didn't hear. Uh, well, here's the one thing. Uh, my big metric for the difference in administrations. All other administrations in my life, up to Joe Biden's, no gigantic black smoke plumes of uh, cloud, uh, you know, <laughs> toxic plumes. <laughs> I I don't remember seeing these gigantic toxic black cloud situations, uh, explosions. <laughs> they are now happening weekly at this point. Uh, I I'm I can't. Get over that uh, part with uh, Pete Buttigieg, but I do want to say this real quick. Uh, that's why I was a little caught off guard there. Uh, you uh, kind of got my interest on it, but uh, you mentioned that uh, here's Joe Biden, and he's talking about uh, how it's a necessity for life and essential, right? It's no longer a luxury. We should all have access to a high-speed internet. Uh, Democracy Now! Today, uh, one of their sub-headlines was uh, in Sudan, they have a... Uh, like a, an emergency there, a 100,000 children fleeing violence and facing uh, starvation and lack of shelter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Fred. Somebody get these kids some broadband internet. <laughs> Can somebody give them some TikTok here? Come on, man. <laughs> these kids need to do some dance moves. I mean, the worst part is they're running from these, these militias and they don't even have internet to jerk off to. <laughs> I just, that's all I could think about was the suit. The, there's a picture. It's these kids. They, they're all in these tent cities and they look so poor and they're all wearing Denver Nuggets championship shirts. And <laughs> it's just, it's so sad. And like, you know, we're worried about broadband internet here. I, there's bigger problems going on around the world. Joe Biden, he just can't get it right. But yeah. Joe Biden, you're the president, man. Handle some actual issues that the president's supposed to handle. Some fucking federal level issues. Maybe you could start by firing your transportation secretary who took two months off to breastfeed his kids a year ago. And since then, we've yeah. had nothing but disaster after disaster around the country, including... In or, how, or how about start tracking down the $800 billion that was squandered during COVID? That's right. Well, that's in a lot of pockets at this point. Uh, we have some family right now. or They were. Maybe they still are vacationing in Yellowstone. I got a sweet uh, pick of Pepino. He was uh, doing a little fishing uh, in the uh, in a river. I could only presume to be the uh, you know the river flowing in and out of Yellowstone, <laughs> right? And I can. This only... is the one time you could pee in the river and blame it on a train. <laughs> That's right. So uh, this story hits close to home, uh, but there is another train derail derailment in Yellowstone. 
we're learning more about the train derailment and bridge collapse in Montana, about 100 miles from Yellowstone National Park. Ten train cars wound up in the river. Crews are working to contain cars leaking sulfur and asphalt. An urgent investigation is now underway to determine the extent of the damage to the environment. Here's ABC's Zareen Shah. Tonight, it's Montana like the most stories urgently working to continue. I know, it's like, we're just, yeah. fucking, we're ruining everything, man. That train derailment site after several cars carrying hazardous substances plunged into the Yellowstone River when a bridge collapsed. This is not a short-term event. Uh, that's going to take them some time. The Montana Rail Link, which operates the track, saying in a statement today they've begun removing the affected cars, adding that active water quality sampling began yesterday and will be ongoing throughout the incident. The cars derailing Saturday morning about 40 miles west of Billings, sending four cars carrying molten sulfur and another three loaded with hot asphalt into the river. The rail company saying both of these substances harden and solidify quickly when interacting with water and modeling suggests that significant downstream movement of material is unlikely. But officials say mm. it could have been so much worse. We did have two cars that contained sodium hydrosphate. Uh, not good stuff. Luckily, those two cars, although derailed, they weren't breached. Nearby residents telling ABC News. That's a local focal for it's going to kill you. Recent heavy rain had left the river below the bridge brimming with water. It's completely muddy, so it's bringing a lot of material down with it. And it's running, it's running full banks right now. And officials are still working to determine if those rains were a factor in the collapse. As for the water, treatment facilities in three nearby cities say it is okay to drink. Uh, they always say it's okay to yeah, drink. Yeah, why is it never okay? Don't drink that water, people. I'm telling you right now. It's, it's never okay until after Barack Obama drinks the water. <laughs> That's right. No, you got to wait three weeks after uh, once Pete Buttigieg shows up in his hard hat and uh, <laughs> orange vest. Then it's okay to drink the water. <laughs> but this was insane, dude. This was like, okay, I don't even know who to be mad at. The fucking bridge collapsed. Well, they said it was due to the rain, so we've had excess rain here, and I've been blaming Jared Polis, so ixo facto, Jared Polis is to blame for this bridge collapse in Montana. Oh, so it's climate change. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to blame climate. Uh, hey yes, man, yes, I love it. Ixo facto, <laughs> climate change. If oh, not racism... Man. Oh, then climate change. right. That's... What color was this train? <laughs> well, the train conductor was a white supremacist, from what I understand. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm. Oh, well, no, see, I think they would have derailed. See, the racism would be the conductor was black, and the white man set him up. They blew up the bridge. Wow. I think you're right. You know? I, ultimately, I I, it's railroads. We're going to just have to blame the Chinese on this one. Oh, absolutely. That's a deep I'm cut. I'm sure they built this one. <laughs> it's that old. <laughs> the fuck is George Takai? Get him out there to fucking fix it. <laughs> Pride month's over, buddy. Get to work. I think it's still like, do they roll post the final weekend? Hurrah. Did you guys have a big soiree in Chicago this past weekend? The, the, oh, I haven't really, I haven't really noticed. I'm it. assuming they must line it up at the last weekend, and then what happens these last few days of June? Like, is nobody pr feeling proud these days, or uh, uh, you know, I think you know, you're kind of prided out, right? Prided out. Yeah, that's right. 
Uh, there were some bizarre imagery uh, coming out of the Pride Fest this weekend, though. I We did talk about the chant, and I knew Daily Wire and everyone would be completely obsessed with it, but there was, like, a lot of nudity this year from the videos Oh, yeah, we talked seeing. about it. They gotta keep upping the fucking angel yes. here. But you know? this, the last few days, the, the trickling, usually I can check out a little Twitter and my downtime at work, and I had to quickly put Twitter away. I was like, holy crap. They're, uh, <laughs> all the conservatives are just posting uh, video footage of nude men being uh, you know, gawked at by children, which, kind of weird to be posting that stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the conservative dudes, weird. like, I know you see the footage out there, but if you're retweeting it and sending it out, aren't you kind of pushing out this weird imagery yourself, you know? Like, you're kind of perpetrating the, you know, the message a little? I don't know. Perpetuating yeah. it? But, uh... <clears throat> I <clears throat> I don't know, but, uh... Back to the, uh... The train. Oh, uh, oh I, I thought we were doing trainees. Sorry, we'll do train. Oh, That's it. <laughs> sorry. The, uh, the train derailment. Did you hear what came out in Congress? During testimony for the uh, that one in Ohio, no, and I'm glad they're at least talking about it. Jeez, yeah, no, no, dude, somebody's got to be held liable for the damages, right? For sure, man. And uh, so the company that the company that made the chemical and owned the chemical inside the rail car, right? Yeah, the one that made the black fucking cloud when <laughs> the they set cloud. it on fire. Oh yeah. They reportedly, and they could prove, they told them, do not set it on fire. It is not in danger of blowing up. The rail company made the decision to set it on fire because it would be faster cleanup. That's right, man. They, it's like all proven now that they, they just poisoned the shit out of this whole area. Northfolk, so, right? Isn't that the name of the... Uh, yeah. The Northfolk Southern. I believe that's it, yeah. Yeah, they just they just made the decision that it'll open the rail line the rail line faster if we just set it on fire. They so need to do a push product through the line one way or the other. So profit over people always when it comes to our government, and that's how we got the black cloud. Dude, that's shit you hear from like, dude, that's like shit you hear like oh, Rockefeller did this in nineteen oh eight. You know what I mean? And you're like, yeah. damn, you never get away with that shit today. <laughs> no, nah, they did it. That's right, dude. <laughs> and then they admitted it in front of Congress, and everybody was too busy talking about the fucking submarine with a couple of rich assholes in it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know what's tying up our congressional uh, hearings and what have you. It seems, does it feel like nothing's happening? Nothing's getting done? They're not fixing anything? We're just now doing hearings on the uh, Norfolk Southern explosion that it took place in New Lebanon? Oh. Sorry, where was it? New Palestine? Uh Dude, we're in the year, uh, what is this, 3AT? Time goes so fast, man. We need that story fucking done. (laughs) Minutes are seconds in this time frame. There's no doubt about it. And it's really wild that here we are. We're discussing a derailment. Another one. There was a fourth or fifth one not too long ago. There's been so many. And what is just so perplexing to me is, again, 30-plus years of being a, a news junkie, a guy who's always just hooked into all the sites and you know following what's happening. This never happened before. Nah, there were always trading derailments, but... N- not lot, on this it level. It seems like there's more, and there's way more like hazardous chemicals. That's my point. These are, there's a lot of... You know who keeps toxic. covering them is Amy Goodman. That's what she's good for. Yeah, you can get, get good stuff from Amy. I mean, like I said, I got well, the Sudanese info, which I found 
pretty interesting. Well, the, my, my big argument to like the climate change people, right? Like you, you sit there and throw paint at a Picasso and then talk about how like we all need to fucking ride our bikes to work or some shit. That's bullshit. Get the fuck out of here, right? Yeah. Let's get, let's all get on board and put our fucking, you know, you clearly have no job and nothing to do. Please go protest this Norfolk Southern yes. congressional meeting. You know what I mean? Like, let's work together as something that can actually help the environment. Great call, man. Glue your hand to the railroad and stop the trains uh, stop from the moving, trains. you know? Just... I'll fucking donate money to that because I got a I got a job, so I don't got time to go do it. But you know what I mean? We can all work together here. These eco alliance balls. The nah, they they don't really want to help the environment, and most of these idiots uh, are brainwashed to thinking that it's us. We are the problem. The people. We need to change ourselves. It's not those corporations just dumping toxins and pollutants into our air and our water. No, 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 no. It's us and our cars, man, and, you know, the chickens in our backyard, you know? Uh, yeah, like, like really, me driving my, uh, my Ford, right. better or worse than dumping a train load of sulfur into a river. That's right. <laughs> better or worse? I think we all have a good idea of what's worse, but... <laughs> no, I mean, we're going to continue having these... Train derailments and toxic chemicals spill into water systems. Uh, but in the meantime, folks, stop using that gas stove, all right? It's going to give you leukemia, okay? So watch oh, out. Oh, man. <laughs> That's so funny. I deleted my gas stove clip. We did part of it at the end of the uh, last episode. Oh, that's why I deleted yeah, it. Yeah, man. So we, we we touched it a little, but you know, I like to bring things back from time to time. And no, get yeah, it's insane. Well, it's insane. We're not. We're not. The problem is we don't have. It's like we don't have anybody in in, in uh, government right now that's just serious, like just a serious person doing a job. Uh, have you seen Lauren Boebert? She's impeaching Biden, man. <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> Sides. Nobody's fucking serious. No, man. You know? Absolutely. The problem is nobody's really representing the people on any level. And with the gas stove, uh, a dude went viral over the weekend. He's a uh, a well-known fella in New York City. Apparently, he runs like one of the you know premier uh, local pizza joints. Very popular guy. Uh, you know, maybe well-known on a national level, and he took a bunch of pizzas uh, to this to the Capitol building in New York and uh, was filmed throwing slices of pizza at the building. And uh, I think the security had to go and stop him. But uh, I, he, had, he was protesting the fact that they are now implementing these uh, insane regulations on businesses in New York where if you do have a gas oven for, like, let's say a brick pizza oven, uh, you know... Um, they're going to make you install these $20,000 systems to make it eco-friendly, and then you have to Go pay for all this. Ma- fuck yeah. Dude, they're doing the same thing here in Colorado. Polis signed oh. the same bullshit for downtown Denver. That's why no businesses, no new restaurants are opening up downtown, people. If you're in Denver and you want to know why you haven't seen any cool new places coming downtown, it's because they have to be eco-friendly. They can't use gas stoves. They have to like redo everything. It's retarded. New York, you were known for your fucking pizza, man. You, you just ruined it. Yes. Just, there's no way you're making good pizza with that fucking bullshit electric oven. There, there's something going on with the gas stoves, which is why I love that you brought it up on our last episode. It, 
again, six months ago, it was, no, that's a crazy conspiracy. Those people on the right, they're nuts. We're not going to take away your gas stoves. And then it was, well, we're taking away your gas stoves. And, <laughs> and, then, and then after that, it's like, what, you own a pizzeria that's been open for 50 years and multiple generations of your family? We're shutting you down because you have a gas stove. <laughs> well, you know what the real problem is? I heard there's an overwhelming overwhelming number of people that own gas stoves that also voted for Donald Trump. Oh, that's right, dude. Most gas stoves have a known MAGA bias. Everybody knows that. Uh, tend to be MAGA. <laughs> tend to be MAGA. When they say make America great again, they're talking about the days of gas stoves, right? <laughs> oh, man. Actually, you know what? Uh, I really hope it brings back. What's I hope that? these. I hope some of these uh, pizzerias go back to like the old brick oven that are uh, run on wood. With the wood, cold. the fire, yeah. I mean, it's tough to do that, dude. I, you want to be pumping out zas at a consistent time. No, the best and... part is, is how bad it is for the environment. That is, well, it's so bad for the environment. There's I'm a reason, na- we, like, there's a reason we went to natural gas. No, no, no. I think also part of the what's going on with the pizzerias is they are stopping the wood fire because of the pollution. Yeah, it's way worse. Well, no, I think I think New York is like hell bent on destroying itself. I don't know why, but it just seems like the policies of New York are designed to push everybody who wants to do something positive away. You know what they're getting us ready for? This is what they're preparing for. You're not going to be able to use electric stoves pretty soon. They're going to find some bullshit reason. You know, I mean, you know, the rare earth element inside there, it's emitting a hazardous whatever. Or what about the drain on the uh, electrical system? You can only, you know, can't use it very often. You always got to keep moving. (laughs) They're going to get us into a world where there's just a pill for everything. Yes. You're just going to, like, eat a pill, right? Oh, you're not happy, you're going to eat a pill. Oh, you're too happy, you're going to eat a pill. Yeah. You're hungry, eat a pill. Oh, you're too fat, eat a pill. Absolutely, man. It's insane. That's that article you sent me about the fat pill. Not just an article. It was, it was major headlines all day today. Uh, <laughs> Ozempic, everybody knows, is the miracle cure-all for not just obesity, uh, but any addiction. You know, if you're an alcoholic, uh, you take Ozempic, right? Uh, oh, you won't crave anything, including human touch or emotion. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you just sit there alone. Doing and eating nothing, getting Ozempic face. <laughs> eating and, your fucking vitamins. That's what I mean, dude. You'll just be eating vitamins. That's your food. At least it doesn't have the bad aftertaste like a Paxlovid. Paxlovid. What was the... Oh, the diaper mouth? What was, was that Paxlovid? What happened to Paxlovid, man? <laughs> is anyone taking Paxlovid anymore? <laughs> Who out there is fucking taking Paxlovid now? Oh, dude, they're fucking injecting the shit out of monkeys with it right now to see if it'll make them lose weight. That's like... Actually, I think this new weight loss drug is just a rebranded Paxlovid. Watch out, people. Uh, yeah, no, for for sure you're going to start seeing a whole bunch of drugs that are just marketed as weight loss. Yeah, oh, absolutely, man. This is the new thing. You won't thing. believe it. Bear makes you lose weight. <laughs> is there anything in modern times where you see it and you're like, don't do it. Do not trust that. That is, this is the biggest red flag situation yes. I think I've uh, come across in a long time. I mean, I am having the same red flags pop up that I did with the COVID vaccine. Oh, worse. Like, uh, 
this is COVID vaccine all over again. People are lining up to take it. They're asking their doctors about it. Like, and you know, it was kind of the build up to the fat pill. Uh, and I'm, I'm full in already. We haven't, this pill hasn't even hit the market folks. This is eugenics. I'm telling you right now, they're killing you with this pill. Uh, I'm calling it right now. Uh, <laughs> this thing is killing people. And I, I just, when it came to COVID all in the vaccine, all I could think of is these people are willfully lining up and waiting in line to take this experimental shot, and they have no idea what it's going to do to them. But they're doing it, right? Yeah. The lead-up to this now, what happened over COVID? Everybody got fat. Everybody <laughs> got fat. And so what do we and have? And became alcoholics. And what do we have now? A miracle pill that cures your fatness. So now everybody that lined up for those fucking shots, they're going to line up for the fat pill now. To be fair, I'm trying to get mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, I can't no, stand this No, you gotta go pill. work out. No, you gotta work out. Uh, so, actually, and we... We'll, we'll the jump reason you it. get the melted face look is because it, it burns away your muscle and your fat. <laughs> That's, there's something going on with this pill or with this shot. Uh, any kind of medication that is supposed to do anything dramatic like that to you physically you should be so skeptical of <laughs> you know what, you know what i just uh you know somebody brought up the other day remember billy yeah billy man. was this guy we loved he was one of the funniest men ever dude great guy uh he he would always he drank a lot and he had the, the typical beer belly big old beer belly and uh one day we walk we see him and he's wearing a fucking belt around his stomach and it's like vibrating his stomach. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he's sitting there with that bell down while drinking a beer. <laughs> and he goes, I'm losing weight. <laughs> to, to me, that's less absurd than doing this whole pill thing. You know what I mean? Absolutely, dude. Uh... Like, how could you not see... Uh, they're both bad. You know what I mean? Neither one of them is really going to work out in the long run. You know? So, the pill is out there, and I have a clip for it, actually. But uh, leading into it, I have another clip. And I saw another article today. Uh, something that I find very interesting. You know, for me, I worked in the restaurant industry for 15 years. And one of the perks, if you will, with the job of working in a kitchen is you never get to eat, actually. You can nibble, probably, maybe, but if you're a good mm. cook, you're working, man. You, you never the have shoe time. shoemaker without the shoe, huh? I never thought about that. The, the chef always goes hungry. And so yeah. uh, <clears throat> everyone would always ask me why I stay so thin. How do I stay so thin? Oh, my God. You know, and uh, I would always tell people, well, I'm working. You know, I, I don't... I, I eat during this little specific window of time. Typically, you know, when I was at that time, it'd be sometime after three and between three and six is when I would finally get to maybe eat like a meal, you know, and uh, and I would typically skip bre breakfast to stay light on my feet. 
because I didn't want to drag me down, which I learned from my landscaping days back in the landscaping uh, era. You know, you just kind of hit it's true. You hit it, and you don't want to be bogged down by food in the belly, man. You eat at lunch, you know? And so uh, you skip breakfast, you work all day, and then you eat. And that's kind of the mentality I had. And uh, it helped me stay thin, honestly, relatively for... Uh, and, and hold on, I gotta stop you right there, because this really bothers me, how, like, how upset people get when I say that. Name one animal on this planet that doesn't live like that. Yeah. Every fucking animal wakes up hungry. They go out, they spend all day either foraging or hunting. Yes. And then if they're lucky, they sit down at the end of the day and eat. Yes. Exactly. That is literally every fucking animal on Earth. That is how we are built, unless we are unlike every other animal on Earth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like that is, literally, that is the norm. Yeah. No animal gets three meals a day. No, you do not see the squirrel outside at 6 a.m. preparing him a bagel with lox and uh, onions. Scratching you know? his back <laughs> on the fucking... <laughs> Scratch his back on the tree, like cooking up some fucking uh, acorn nuts. Egg Get the fuck sandwich. Out of here, yeah. dude. <laughs> Give me a double cheese bacon egg sandwich on that, please. <laughs> You're not supposed to be eating that shit, people. That's just the truth. You're not supposed to start your day eating that. Anyways, for my <laughs> sorry, I had to say that. For my whole life, that was just kind of my regimen and my routine. And then when I changed professions and moved on to different areas of life, I kind of just stuck to the idea of, I'm not going to, I'm going to skip breakfast, I'm going to do the lunch dinner thing, kind of shrink down my window of eating. Well, here we are in 2023, they got a fancy new word for it, it's called intermittent fasting, <laughs> and you know we got to do fancy words for everything, it's really just called hard work, you work hard, and then, then you go eat, that's what it's I'll called. Never forget the- I'll never forget the first guy that explained this to me, and I, I just looked at him, and I'm like, yeah, that's called being poor kid. Yeah. <laughs> ever been, you never, you never been poor kid? You know, Emma's mom was asking about some, she was talking about snacks that she used to pack for Emma and her sister when she was a kid. She says, did you uh, eat that uh, when you guys were kids? I said, oh, uh, we used to get cat, cottage cheese and applesauce. And she's like, lucky, she's like, what? Cottage cheese and applesauce? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's all we could afford. <laughs> it was that and then uh the pb and j sandwich or uh we got to wait in line for the buck 50 lunch all the other friends got to go to the uh, man, you don't remember the, the grapefruit with sugar grapefruit with sugar delicious man absolutely now you know you're a poor kid when you're eating that shit oh a uh, hard-boiled egg on a uh slice of bread with some mayonnaise that is the fun dude i have never Greatest been made meal. fun of more in my life than when i made that and uh in the army defect and everybody around me was like, dude, what kind of fucking holocaust did you grow up in? <laughs> <laughs> well, first generation removed, man. <laughs> I, was like, dude, I literally was like, what? My mom, my, this is what my mom used to make us. And then they all laughed and they're like, dude, your mom is fucking poor. <laughs> yeah, we grew up poor, people. Happy, though. Happy and poor. Uh, Go ahead, man. I love it. The intermittent intermittent fasting. Yeah, so uh, prepare yourselves. There's going to be some G-force wins here, people. We're talking intermittent fasting. Now to a GMA health alert on intermittent fasting. (laughs) A new report on the popular weight loss trend. finding The guy who's never missed a meal. Michael (laughs) Screwhead. Better than calorie cutting for people battling obesity. ABC News chief medical correspondent. He eats so much he wore a groove into his teeth. Is more doc tells about this stuff. Okay, first of all, Michael, remember. (laughs) It's from all the T-bones he was chomping into. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad you said it because I was going to say chicken wings. I was trying to think of like a non-racist T-bones. Yeah, I want steak. You know, he's a rich guy. He eats steak. (laughs) The way you said it, another way of saying it is, 
it's just as effective as cutting calories. So this was an interesting study, a small study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine. They looked at 90 people with obesity, racially and ethnic diverse, 80% women. They measured their weight change at 12 months and compared those who did intermittent fasting with those who cut their calories by 25%. They're, they both lost weight, which is great. The ones who cut calories by 25% lost a little bit more, but the bottom line here, they both can be effective. As you've heard me say, it's about finding what works for sure. you. Are there any benefits? Well, look, this is, the, we've also talked. The answer is yes, but they don't want to tell you. <laughs> 100% the answer yes. is yes. There are innumerable benefits. I can yes. tell you personally from my own experience, and I've been, I've been very strict on this intermittent fasting. I do the 12-8 or whatever it is, 16-8 uh, rule. Uh, and I have to tell you, in the last year and a half, by pr following this kind of uh, style of eating, uh, I, I'm in better shape than I was five years ago. There's no doubt about it. I'm not in the best shape. But it has fixed every problem I had with my stomach. Yes. I was shitting like six times a day. We dude. had to there delay the show half like, the time. My <laughs> stomach was always hurting, you know? Yes, man. If you have irritable bowel syndrome or any kind of stomach issues. Celiac disease. Try yeah. fasting for just a 12 hours. Just skip breakfast one day. You'll feel yeah, like a million Maybe you're hours. not allergic to bread. Maybe you're allergic to three pounds of bread. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, you're right, though. It's just if you're constantly stuffing your face throughout the day, stop. You might see it's, a change in your weight. It's no different than me being like, no, I don't get. You know, you wouldn't believe what happened when I drank one beer. I didn't get six, but when I had twelve, I got so sick. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I think just, I'm allergic to beer. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a fancy new term, and they uh, are talking about it, right? Which is nice, uh, but. Do you catch the kind of dialogue here? They're saying, well, it's no different, really, than counting calories, so stick with your Weight Watchers, right? And, and you know, don't stop going to the doctor and taking your pills, you know? Uh, they, <laughs> they, they do not want you to be able to be healthy on your own. That's the point. That's the biggest problem is this doesn't cost anything. Yes, you do not pay anybody to intermittent fast, and in fact, How you're buying... How can Pfizer charge you for intermittent fast? <laughs> yes, and how is McDonald's going to make any money now? <laughs> well, actually, McDonald's should love it because you could really eat McDonald's if you want. Just only eat it during this time. <laughs> yes, actually, you're right. But if you're someone who starts to watch what they eat, you're going to be someone who also starts exercising. And if you're someone you're who's exercising and watching what they eat, you're going to be the kind of person who just doesn't go to McDonald's. This is one of your Miyagi moves. You yes, know what I'm saying? Where you tell is. people, just start fasting. And then once you start paying attention to that time, you're right. You'll start paying attention to also what you eat. Absolutely. And I, I will double down on my uh, health talk here. And I'm no health czar or nut job on any means whatsoever. I drink a lot of booze and I smoke a lot of weed and I eat shitty food too. But I do believe when it comes to just keeping yourself slim and trim, uh, watch what you eat when you eat it. And, you know, when I do you lunch, mean, I do no, a salad. That. You are you a are czar, dude. Let me tell you why. You are you're a a smart guy to listen to on this level is because everything they're telling you in the news and the mainstream media about being healthy is fucking bullshit. They're telling you to go sit down five hours a week with a psychiatrist and talk about your feelings and everything. You know what I mean? And then if you, if you feel up to it, just make sure you walk 10,000 steps. Yes. Like, no, 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 no. Fuck the hour a day with the therapist. Go for a fucking 45 minute run. Yes, you know? absolutely. Go do some the, gardening, man. There's so stop many... eating so much. <laughs> and then when you do eat, eat the shit out of your garden. Or just eat some fucking vegetables. Eat some fruit. 
<laughs> it's really it, we've just gone too far away from what's just normal living, man. You, you nailed it. Actually, just talking about how before I, five seconds ago we were hunting and and farming, and then we'd eat. We weren't like stuffing our faces and then going and hitting the field, man. You can't do that. It's impossible, dude. <laughs> dude I, I mean, remember no, 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 like Nona's parents. Yes. Yeah, They're like ninety six years old, they didn't need Michael Strahan to tell them what to eat. <laughs> they lived in ninety six. Then they were hungry. They ate and they knew what to eat. Yeah, it's crazy when you like think about where we're at now with all this technology and hyper focus on everything. We're more unhealthy than we ever were before when people had no technology whatsoever and they were just living <laughs> their lives. Now you need Michael Strahan to tell you when you're eating too much, fat ass. <laughs> That's right. And also, we need Michael Strahan and this lady to tell you, you may have been hearing of this hip new fad, intermittent fasting, where people are losing weight and uh, they look very healthy and have a lot of energy. It's been in America for 10 years, and which means it's been in India for about 3,000. <laughs> yeah, Ask the Muslims, too. So There's a lot of data in the nutritional science literature on when we eat, so the timing, how that interacts with our circadian rhythms. Some data uh, does show that intermittent fasting can work. Some So reluctant to say it works. Like, yeah. so reluctant. Data can show you know how it works with your circadian rhythm? You eat that chicken, you get that itis. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> You know, oh, you know. don't eat all day, you work, and then at the end of the day, you eat a bunch of food, and then you pass out. Oh, it's so good. It's the best sleep. It's the best feeling. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> like, you can't you're... even, you can't even, like, if you're standing, you'll fall to the ground, you'll pass out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nona's had to catch me a couple times. That lasagna. Woof. <laughs> Our glucose and insulin profiles. Uh, the, remember that the people who tend to do this time-restricted eating also <laughs> tend to like, cut their... Like, no one I can tell you everything you need to live long and healthy. She doesn't even know what the fuck you just said, glucose Can't profile. even pronounce intermittent. <laughs> I guarantee it. Glu you think no one ever looked up her glucose profile? <laughs> 82 years old, healthier than me. Walking around Yellowstone right now drinking sulfur water. Doesn't even care. <laughs> Doesn't care. She's hanging out by the train derailment. Doesn't even phase her. <laughs> calories inadvertently by mm -hmm. 300 to 500 calories a day. So there may be other ways that it can get you to the same result. And I know you have a degree in nutrition. So if you're someone yeah. who's trying to lose weight, what do you recommend? Well, look, I take it in here. Uh, degree in nutrition. So your parents are rich and you wasted your time and their money. That's right. Gotcha. And you work for <laughs> Pfizer. Uh, so. This is my favorite part, as always, the payoff at the end. The, I, let's get the lowdown on how to really lose weight. My man. The obesity medicine standard in this country. It's kind of a pyramid. So what does that mean at the bottom? For everyone, we have to have attention to food and fitness. That's our diet and exercise. Mediterranean diet, the most effective. We all should be trying to get that 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous activity a Good start. I think this is great advice. I like to great. hear something like that. It's very yeah. refreshing, I must say, on a, a mainstream Emphasis channel. on vigorous activity. Yeah, I dig it. I'm a big fan. Yeah.
week. For some people, FDA-approved weight loss medications, we've there been talking about them a lot. They absolutely okay. have a role for some people absolutely. with obesity and over. She said absolutely has a role for some people, but she couldn't she couldn't definitively say whether or not intermittent fasting, you know, Why? for sure works, right? We're, we're still on the fence about it, but we could Ugh. we could suggest it, but hey, you know what really works? These fat pills that Pfizer's been pumping out here. Ah, no, you know. The oh, pills aren't gonna the so pills are not gonna teach you what you need. Yes. It's just like those people that get the staple surgery. You Mike, know what I mean? Oh, the did real you, uh, skinny, five years later, they're fat. Did you already hear this clip? Wait, and then for a few, considering bariatric surgery, there and remember it is. that Ugh. someone with severe obesity may need to do all of those things. All it's three. really All of them? What the <laughs> fuck? All three! The trifecta! Uh, oh, those fat asses, Michael, we call them cash cows. <laughs> <laughs> we suggest we suggest the intermittent fasting, but really we go straight to line item two and three, which is uh, the pill and the surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about the vigorous exercise and the watching what you eat, sir. Uh, let's just do pill and surgery. You are, You'll be right as rain. You are well beyond watching what you eat in a couple sit-ups. We're going <laughs> to sign you up for this 10-year uh, pill regimen. <laughs> And we should go ahead and just immediately start with that $60,000 procedure. <laughs> After we're done with that, you can wait a few months and then you can go for your plastic surgery to remove the excess skin. Oh, uh, God. That's another $120,000. So, intermittent fasting, <sighs> I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, I tell a lot of people about it in my personal life. Uh, Mike, you, you're familiar with my physique. I get commented on all the time. Um, so I, I bring it up whenever I'm asked about uh, it, you know? Do, uh, do you know what my rebuttal to all of this is? <laughs> no. David Goggins. Go right look up David Goggins if you don't know who he is. Enlighten me, my man. David Goggins was this, like, just fat, depressed, miserable guy. His story is incredible, right? And uh, he became a Navy SEAL. He lost a lot of weight. He did, you know what I mean? And he just, he, he's just like this, I, I can't even do it justice. He's like the most inspirational guy you ever hear. You gotta, you gotta like listen to some of his videos. Yeah, man. He's, he's super intense. Joe Rogan, he's on Joe Rogan sometimes. Uh, they're, you know, they're, He's the guy who uh, I have. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, I've seen him on the, Joe Rogan. He's the guy who uh, he called Joe Rogan on his birthday and left the message: uh, "Birthdays are for bitches. Your body knows it's your birthday, so it's ready for you to be a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it thinks you should be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Go get it." <laughs> yes, I love that attitude, man. I, oh, I'm it's all amazing. for it. Yes, he's the one who uh, they were doing. I forgot. I think it was a show. I forgot what it was, but it was like this endurance thing, right? And he had, he had like hurt himself, and he's running this like ultra marathon. There, he's like he's like fifty miles in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's and it's raining, and he's hurt, and he's running up this mountain. And the guy who was filming it, he said they didn't know who he was talking to, but he just was like looking straight ahead, and he kept saying, "Who's gonna carry the boat?" Because it's like a Navy SEAL thing. Wow. Like, Who, who's going to carry the boat to get, you know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Oh, we need more like, men like this in our <laughs> Dude, you got to watch him, dude. He's like super intense. I just got but, chills from that, dude. Yes. 
I love my point that. is it's just it's all attitude and right now you're a fat lazy piece of shit that's a navy seal who was where you at all you got to do is get somewhere in between you're gonna be happier yeah yeah i you i know? totally agree or if you listen to mainstream news which we were talking about earlier and it's a quickie just to get it out there take a pill folks Turning now to the popular drugs being used for diabetes and weight loss, Ozempic and Wegovi are taken by injection, but that may be about to change. Ariel Reshef is here with more on that. Ariel, good morning. Good morning to you. This is certainly good news for anyone who doesn't like or tolerate needles. A new study finding people taking oral semaglutide, that's the active ingredient in those medications, had significantly greater weight loss over a nearly 16-month 16, 16 span compared to those taking a placebo pill. 667 adults, none of whom had type 2 diabetes across nine different countries, took the diabetes medication Rebelsis. The study found a reduction in their body weight of an average of just over 15% compared to only 2.4% with the placebo. All right. I, this is Come on, guys. disgusting. We've hit a yeah. horrible apex in our society where the, there's a pill for everything, literally for everything. You know what, man? It, it wasn't easy getting fat. You know what I mean? Believe it or not, it was hard. You had to, you had to overlook. You know what I mean? All those fat rolls growing in. You know what I mean? Yeah, you really man. went out of your way to get fat, to not do anything. Like now, you want to get better, man. You got to do it the hard way. It's not going to be easy, absolutely. And I just think that this is so, just America. Ah. This is American. Uh, society right now, you know, like we're gonna take the easy way out. We're gonna Plus, take the pill. What we always say, dude, it's not about getting skinny. It's about what you're gonna learn on the journey. It's how you it's feel, always about man. The yeah, dude, absolutely. The the process, the journey, the the the, the adventure. Uh, what? How does it enrich you and your life, man? Like, if you want to be a slug and mm. and waste away that's fine that's your prerogative but if you're unhappy doing that there's a way out and it's not through a pill and it's not through some staple surgery it's a, it's through getting off the couch and moving and then watching what you eat it's that simple it used to be that simple forever up until three years ago when now everyone's a victim but there is good news if you are a sloth i believe that's next month this is pride month next month the sloth and it's greed <laughs> Is that how this goes? It's just, it's seven deadly sins all the way down. That's Next month we celebrate the sloth of society. Do you think it is completely lost on the people who celebrate pride that they are celebrating a seven deadly sin? 100%. Or do you think they are fully aware and in embracing it? No, I don't think they know what they're doing or saying. Because it is kind of funny that they're partaking in what's considered to be an evil thing, you know, kind of. And, and, and then you're, you're just, ex yeah, no, no, they, it's the reason pride is a dead, a, a deadly sin is because things like pride month, like all this shit, this is going to kill our society. This is killing America. Yes. It's killing. Our, it, it is. It's yeah. A, it's the deadliest of sins, man. Pride is a terrible Pride and greed are probably are probably the the two things that have brought down the most nations. Look at our society right now. Is America all the seven deadly sins? I mean, we're obese as shit, and yes, you know, we're 
doing all the wild sexual escapades and we're desensitizing the innocent gratification yes instant gratification the overindulgence yes man you know know, pride month really and what's funny is also too you got the pride festival and then it's a lot of fat people like dancing in the nude so like (laughs) you have like well the best thing i think i I think it was ben shapiro i think one of these guys said it i don't remember who and it was very it's a very true point is the re- the reason married couples don't have to go parading down the streets with their kids and their uh, pastors and their priests and their rabbis to rub it in your face how happy they are is because they're just at home being happy. Yes. Wow. Oh, the that's... Peop- the people who really aren't that happy, they're like, go- it's just like the person on Facebook who's just going out of their way to make you think they're happy. You know what I mean? Yes. They have to rub it in their face that they're so happy. Their life is so much better than yours, Frank. Look how much fun they're having. Yeah, man. You know? That's a great connection. I think you're right on the money, and so is Ben Shapiro. Uh, you know, even though we started off bashing Ben, we'll, we'll close it up with a little... Uh, He's a wiser man than me. He's a smart guy, and I I think that is a a great call, man. Uh, The the people out there, and you said it too in our last episode, they're just going to keep raising the bar of outrageousness because nobody's paying attention. They need the attention. It's all about the attention. That's why there's a full month of pride. They could probably just do one day, but no, they need all the attention. They need a full month of attention. You know, it's really funny. There's a kid in my class who's like, uh, you can tell he's just like, He's that kid who always had to be the class clown, always had to be attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And what I love about the teachers at the school is they really know how to deal with it. All they do is they literally just, like, they'll grab him and put him in the front of the class and make him stand there. <laughs> like, the minute you actually make him, like, just stand there. And everybody's looking at you. <laughs> and then he just, eventually, when they tell him to go, like, all right, you can go sit down. And then he's quiet. You know? <laughs> not so funny now, huh, Joker? <laughs> it's not so funny now. Yeah. <laughs>